0: Uh, Welcome to uh, another edition of the podcast. It's Sunday night, uh, May 24th, 2020. And uh, Diggler and I are just going to do a little something for you. So let's get this party started and uh, give Diggler a call. Yo, yo.
1: Parge what's off we're live we're live you know what else is live cops chasing somebody down the street
0: you have a little live pd action
1: oh yeah little tacoma tacoma night action sometimes it's you know i remember when i lived in lakewood i was watching cops one time and it said in lakewood washington on the screen and i was like no way and as soon as i saw that on the screen i heard the car right behind me <laughs> I, thought it was live, I thought it was a live show
0: well I I can't tell you how many um, of those uh cops episodes were based out of Pierce County so many of them
1: oh ton of them ton of them
0: I had a um aunt and uncle one of them was a Pierce county sheriff that my uncle and my aunt was a um, 911 operator so uh, Uncle John, he was on, uh, you know, cops several times, you know, just for random stuff because he's been in the force forever. But anyway, uh, you hear my Aunt Vicky on the 911, you know, like they'd be corresponding back and forth. And I know it wasn't them talking to each other, but like you'd hear another cop talking to my Aunt Vicky about a 911 call and shit like that. It's pretty crazy.
1: I forget the name of the guy, but there's a guy that jumps on TV all the time, and he's like the spokesperson for the police department. He uh, lives down here. In De- he, who,
0: who do you think? Who is it? The, the, the guy that? Um, shit, what's he?
1: has got a must. He's got a mustache, but I mean, he's been doing the spokesperson thing as long as uh, way back when the Green River Murder was around. And
0: he's shit. like his name's John something, right? And. uh... He'd like, I'm
1: not sure, but I he hangs out at this bar downtown Tacoma every now and then, and uh, it's a great jazz bar. A, if you want to see live music, that's the place to go. But uh, I ran into him there a couple of times and remember standing in line and turning around and seeing him behind me, and I was uh, for a second I was like, "God, am I under arrest? Am I under arrest? Should I like pull out my ID?"
0: Like, <laughs> are you talking about the guy that does America's Most Wanted?
1: No, not that guy. I'm talking about the guy that does the uh, local news. And he uh, works for one of the police departments. Oh. Uh, I think Pierce County Police Department. And I think he's like the main spokesperson.
0: Uh, either way, he likes yeah, he likes jazz. I don't know, I don't know who that is then.
1: You know, it, it just freaked me out when I was standing in front of him at the bar because I thought he was going to get ready to count me down. You know, you turn around and you see a cop you see on TV all the time. You're like, oh, shit.
0: Probably was. You're probably up to you're probably up to he's, no good.
1: He's off duty. He was gonna leave me alone.
0: So hey, did you um How did, he, did you watch the match today?
1: What match oh was, was that the tiger match today?
0: Yeah, did you miss it? I missed it. it wasn't too bad. Um Who won? Tiger? Tiger and Peyton won, yeah. I Peyton think, but, won. Yeah, Tiger and Peyton. It was Tiger and Peyton versus uh Phil and uh Tom Brady. And they won
1: 8 and
0: 1. Oh, I don't know about 8 and 1. I think I think they only beat him by like two. It's like skins. Well, I heard
1: you said 8 and 1. I wasn't sure what that was. But he... I, oh, it was total skins, okay.
0: I don't think it, I don't think I said anything about 8 and 1, but
1: I remember they're supposed to uh, supposed to be something like ten million dollars that they're going to be able to donate to whatever.
0: Yeah, it was like a whole, whole charity whole charity thing. It was for something around there, like ten or twenty million. But uh, I thought
1: it, I thought it was going on tomorrow, being Memorial Day and all. Yeah. Here's the question about Memorial Day.
0: Nah, it was today. Most
1: everybody gets out of town. What?
0: I said no, it was today. The match
1: well check this out for Memorial Day so everybody's at home just listen to a little news a lot of big beaches down in California are still closed if you live down in California and you live by a beach and they said it was closed and you're on a you're like on a lockdown what are the chances are that you're going to sneak out to the beach?
0: I'd still go and you know what? people, people are anyway they they don't give a fuck about that oh, yeah. lockdown they're level. over it
1: People are people are over it. They want to get on with things. They want to be safe, but they want to get over it.
0: No, I was watching. So I'm watching the match or whatever, and I'm like, man, I really want to go hit a bucket of balls. I want to go to the range. I went to. So I went to the driving range. Um, I don't know, around four o'clock, and it's like fucking packed, man. People do anything, any little excuse to get out of the house and go do something social they're they're out so like we're we're ready to reopen america
1: dude we've all been sitting around for two months now we're all fucking just this ain't this ain't normal this ain't we can't do this
0: i mean they so keep got to get out they keep talking about needing better science and data but like i mean dude you've got every country in the entire fucking world affected by this what what more data and science do we need we found out that it kills less than yep. two percent of the people that it infects, and it hardly affects anybody under the age of fifty.
1: The uh, the thing too is there's a couple of countries never closed down; they're doing just fine, and there's a lot of countries that already opened back up, and they're going through ups and downs. Some of them, some of them are doing really great. Yeah, but I mean, you're right. We just got to
0: open up. I think it's time, especially the summertime, it's, because it's like, they say that this thing won't. Um, doesn't have as strong of a chance to infect you during the warmer uh months. We'll fucking open June 1st. Let's go. Open on 4th of July. 4th yeah. ra- of July.
1: July, that's that's another month away.
0: It is another month away.
1: Yeah, you're You are a democrat.
0: No, no, no. Listen, I think I think we're we're overdue. I think we should have opened you know Probably the original reopen date of May 5th, that would have been just fine.
1: You know, I wonder if we open on Easter Sunday when we really had like two two to four, three weeks closed down. Don't you think that would have been enough? Because it was initially designed to be flattening the curve, not waiting for a cure.
0: Right, exactly. I agree. Um, I think we could have.
1: I there's think There's a certain point where you got to realize. Hey, they said it was supposed to flatten the curve. We flatten the curve. We're we don't need all the heads that they thought they needed and everything. We flatten the curve. Why are we still at home?
0: I know. I think there's some, I think I think there's uh, more to this story. I think they're trying to weaponize this thing to you know because Trump, you know, going into second term, you know, uh, election time, that's what he had going for him was that we had his kick-ass economy and now. It's just been, you know, obliterated. But
1: <clears throat> well, as, you, we'll as be back. you think about it, as you think about it, though, we're all adults. And what it sounds like to me is the people that don't want us to open the country back up and, again soon is because they don't trust us. It's like having parents and you're the kid again. And you're like, no, mom, I won't hit the guy in the face. You know, I'm I'm not going to get in trouble. I'll I'll, I'll wash my hands. So i go. I mean, it's like we've been on timeout long enough that we figured out what's going to happen.
0: Big government got to open it back. Big government liber- liberals. That's what they're all about. No, you can't. We don't trust you to do things on your own. So we need to control you.
1: Well, the ha- majority of those people that are in power never own private businesses of their own, and they think that you can open up a private business and just run a 25 25 percent capacity
0: yeah you know restaurants restaurants can't do that
1: nobody could do that it's just it's just weird to me it's like you can go into certain places like Costco and safeway and stuff like that but you can't go in these mom and pa shops you can't go you know i know I mean, whenever you've been into the barber and you've seen more than 20 people, you go into Costco and you see hundreds, you know, and it's like, yeah, somebody's right around you and stuff and maybe, you know, you could skip every other barber chair, but you can still get a ton of stuff done.
0: And if anybody needs a haircut, it's you.
1: Hey, you don't like the, you don't like the dude?
0: No, I love the dude. I'm just joking. But seriously though, like I, mean, I, I needed a haircut and I just ended up shaving it all. I said, "Fuck it," did that a couple of weeks ago.
1: That's why I can't. That's why I can't touch my hair right now because if I was to do anything, the only thing I know how to do is shave it off. And I got, I almost got enough. I almost got long enough hair for locks to love right now. Put it that way.
0: <laughs> you might be do- making your own donation, ten million to fucking COVID nineteen.
1: Could you imagine if I donated my hair to Locks of Love and then, like, three months later I see some cute little girl running around town with, like, a full head of silver hair? <laughs> silver hair. And I'd be like, hey, I know where she
0: got that from. That looks pretty familiar. <laughs>
1: I wonder I wonder if, like, growing your beard out like Locks of Love is the same thing. Because they give kids, like, you know, wigs and stuff. Would they give them, like, beards?
0: No. They're not like, giving any kids any like, beards.
1: No, you could call it like beards for bros, and just donate it to like dudes that are never going to go through puberty because they Guy, got cancer. Guys
0: got cancer. Like yeah.
1: You just, you just give this, you just give this eight-year-old kid just a six-inch beard and let him rock it at school for a year or two. <laughs> I mean, I think that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Uh, but you know what? You need to. Uh, shave it all off and see if anybody takes it.
1: Call it Beards for Bros. Parts. I'm going to make a new company. Beards for kids that will never be able to grow. them.
0: Mun- Muncy could donate his beard. Shit. Could you imagine what he'd look like without a beard? I've seen him without a beard. He looks like a normal dude.
1: He reminds me of Big Boy from the, bur- the old burger stands. Remember Big Boy Burgers? No. Well, if you see him without his hat on, he kind of reminds me of Homer Simpson once in a while.
0: <laughs> Maybe, yeah, a little bit. I can see that.
1: Just shave off that beard, boom. Give him a little yellow in his diet, boom.
0: I mean, That's Homer. I mean, he was he was. I mean, he's a big guy, you know. Uh, now, but like, I mean, he was a real big guy before. I could definitely see the Homer Simpson thing. He was a little round. <laughs> <laughs> he's lost a lot of weight though He's not uh, nearly as big as he used to be I think he's lost like 50 pounds Or something like that
1: Oh yeah, he's keeping in shape He's keeping in shape
0: Yeah Got his new girl oh, he, he, He's like, John, he got, yeah, he's like I, John Daly Doesn't work out, just fucks all the time And loses weight
1: Oh, when you're daily, You can do whatever the like fuck you want
0: do you, hear, do you remember when John Daly lost a bunch of weight? Do you remember that?
1: I remember when he lost weight. I remember when he lost a, a ton of cash in Vegas. And I remember when he won the <laughs> uh, British Open. I'm so smart. fucked up. He doesn't even remember the last nine holes of the last round. Really? Oh, yeah. He doesn't remember the last holes of the, of the back nine.
0: Of winning the fucking British <laughs> Open?
1: No, he was just charging, just downing a whole bunch of beer. Just yeah, I got this, I got this, and he took it down. He woke up the next day with a championship trophy in his bed next to his pillow. He was like, "Oh, I did win it."
0: He was a wild guy,
1: dude. That guy partied that time. That guy partied that. The- he threw a TV out of a window in Vegas one time. Really. Oh yeah, he he, lost, he was a big gambler. He was a big gambler. He pretty much he's lost millions in Vegas, put it that way. Jeez. Don't know how much, but he's lost millions.
0: That's crazy. Now I know that like when he was um 'cause he was a big guy, right? Like he was drinking lots of beer. He's smoking cigarettes on the golf course and shit. But uh Oh
1: every hole.
0: Every hole. And uh every
1: hole he light up a nice cigarette. What a stud.
0: I mean, he was just like the fucking. He was
1: the blue collar champion.
0: Totally. But anyways, so he was, he got, he was real big and then he lost a shitload of weight and he goes, and they're like, John, well, what are you doing? Did you change your diet? You're working out? And he goes, no, I'm just fucking my girlfriend a lot. That's all we do is just sex. And he lost like 50 pounds. He had this hot... Like, I loved him. He had this hot blonde chick. He's fucking... I'd like to meet him in real life before he dies. He's a legend.
1: Dude, he would definitely be one of those athletes. You know how people ask you all the time, if you could meet a celebrity or an athlete or somebody famous and sit next to him at a bar and have a couple of beers, it would be like your top four, and he would definitely be one of my top ones because... Not only does he got good stories, but he's a he used to drink. I don't know if he drinks anymore, or he switched to Diet Pepsi at a point, but uh, Diet Coke or whatever. But uh, that would be a guy that would be fun to listen to a lot of his stories.
0: I think he did switch to Diet Pepsi or something like that. That that and fucking his <laughs> think, girlfriend. That, that that. I mean, just stopping drinking altogether for as much as that guy drank, you I lose think, fifty pounds.
1: I I think he jumped back on drinking though. I think he just doesn't drink as much. He used
0: to That's crazy
1: I think he I think he got to the point Kind of like I did That it's like Alright well I'm an alcoholic I'm not going to quit drinking I just got to make sure I don't do it all the time
0: Well if you listen to uh, Our last podcast Holy shit parts I don't even remember it
1: well, half, half of it Well, it was called The the Yard Cell, and uh, we should have officially named it The Shit Show. I haven't listened to part two, but uh, I could definitely tell by the end of part one, I was not listening to cues from you talking over you. I don't even know if I thought I made sense.
0: I didn't make sense in the second one. That's for fucking sure. I mean, there were some parts where it's like we were making sense, but the majority of it we weren't at all.
1: I loved how I kept, I kept, I said it like three or four times. I heard it in the, in the podcast three or four times. I'm like, Oh, you've been drinking wine all day. You're like, Oh no, 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 no. I'm like, shit. I kept getting drunker and drunker. I did a couple extra dabs because we were supposed to go. We're supposed to start it like a three day. uh, We're starting the podcast like you would a three day vacation trip. Hanging out with your buddies, you're going to get really fucked up the first day and then see how it goes the next couple of days. And then at the end, Kind mellow out and stuff. Yeah, well, I went full bore. I went full bore. You kept you kept denying you drank any wine. I'm sitting there getting confused. And then we called your buddy. It's like Dude, a, that was a good talk. It's
0: but like a Memorial Day. It's like a Memorial Day camping trip. Is what we're doing. Welcome to the welcome. Home, to, welcome to our campsite.
1: Welcome to the Brookyard Campsite. <laughs> My name is Digler. What can I get you to drink?
0: What tickles your fancy? A little pot? A little beer? We got gotcha.
1: you. Got that covered. Anything else, we're going to have to go downtown Tacoma and trying to find where uh, fucking Ron's at. I don't know.
0: So, uh, this jazz club you're talking about, America's Most Wanted, that guy you said you saw from the... wherever the fuck... Oh, the
1: guy from the local police, yeah. What?
0: What? What, what, uh, what, what jazz uh, club are you talking about?
1: Uh, it's right there on South Tacoma Way. It's called. Uh,
0: oh, it's
1: not Ham. It's um, Doyle's.
0: Doyle's, yeah.
1: No, it, it's not Doyle's. No, it's not Doyle's. It's right there. You know where the? Uh, you know where they on South Tacoma Way, off 56, where they have those classic cars, the POMAX yep. shop. Yep. It's, it's right, it's kitty corner across the street from that.
0: I think you might be right. It's it is, There's a, it's a pizza place, Dawson's. too, right?
1: It's called Dawson's. It's, no, it's called Dawson's.
0: Dawson's. Okay, let's get it right. Dawson's.
1: They, they have live music. They have great live music. They have old school stuff, jazz. Couple of pool tables, dart boards. It's a great spot.
0: It's not a bad little hangout, except for it's, in, it's on South Tacoma Way.
1: Hey, sometimes you just gotta spread your elbows out a little bit and make sure you have your own bar stool.
0: Make sure that you social little- social distance there for sure. <laughs> I don't know; it's not bad. Dude. It's not bad. It's not bad. The, the only problem is that area. There used to be that club down the street by the railroad track. I forget what it was called, but uh, it was it was a mm-hmm. couple different things. And they they had live music too, and. Uh, that was a hang for a minute. Lots of people showed up. I remember going to plenty of, you know, nights there with, I think Cry played there a couple times, and uh, mm-hmm. it just kind of fell apart. It was a sushi place a upstairs. Bars. Very strange.
1: Are you talking about uh, Drake's?
0: No, 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 no. I'm talking about close to Dawson's, 56th and South Tacoma Way, just across the, or not maybe not even across the mm-hmm. railroad tracks, but it was next to the railroad tracks. I forget what it was called. Yeah. It's still there. It's, know, like, that it's, was like a, it's like a, a private event space now.
1: You know what's weird is back in the day, I remember when I first turned 21, there was two or three bars every night of the week in Tacoma. You could go to, and the only the only day you took off was Sunday, unless it was football season, because Sundays in God's book is the day of rest. <laughs> Gotta give and your- uh, when you w- yes, when you party for six weeks or six days in a row, your liver needs a day of recovery. Yes, but uh, no, that was back. That was back when McCabe's was on Monday. Uh, Thursday was Raiden's. Or uh, or uh, um, Dock Street.
0: Dock Street Friday, used to be good.
1: Friday was between Drakes and Seven Cities. Saturday, you could go along Sixth Avenue and find three or four bars over there. And Sunday, you took the day off.
0: It's just not like that. I mean, Sundays was either pool league or a pool tournament or something like that, or the like you said, oh, the yeah, fucking well, Seahawks guess, game. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, during the wintertime, but yeah, but I mean, definitely Monday was the start of the week, because Monday nights was always McCabe night.
0: Well, you know, it's just not like that anymore, I don't understand, like, I don't understand why people don't like to go out anymore. Something happened in the past, like, the 10 internet. years.
1: It's called the fucking internet, dude. What
0: well, you can just figure out whatever everybody else is doing, so it's not worth going to catch up with people.
1: Yeah, the dudes that realize they're not going to get laid anyway, just sit at home and watch Pornhub, and then the girls who uh, think they, you know, are better catch than they really are, they go on to, to Tinder and Plenty of Fish and all that shit, try to meet all these guys anyway, and they wind up just getting drunk with one dude, and, you know, rather than going out with a whole bunch of their friends, but... I yeah, don't know. I, I, it was I, always I, hard to pick one out with their friends too, because just trying to get one of them to go home. There was always two or three that weren't going home with anybody. They're like, "No, you're not going home with him. You're coming home with that.
0: Yeah, you get the group. You got to infiltrate the group. That was the mission. And uh, I
1: think they got tired of us infiltrating. They got tired of us going undercover.
0: Well, now they hang out with like their, you know. The gay besties out there, you know, intermixed. Maybe his boyfriend's there, too, so it looks like they're a couple. So they don't even get approached anymore because, you know, people have become such vaginas about talking to each other anymore. Like, they just won't even do it.
1: Well, it's for a guy, it's kind of hard to approach a girl anymore because you don't know if you're going to offend it. You go out there, you're nervous, she's somebody you haven't met, and you're just trying to throw up. throw out a quick pickup line to her just to see if she's even interested. And us guys are kind of bumbling idiots, but we just go, "Uh, Hey, uh, you know, uh, you know, talk to him real quick. And then their girlfriend perches up because she doesn't, she's not getting any attention. She's like, who are you? No, we're doing just fine. You need to leave our table. And you're like, uh, okay. It's
0: okay. Get shot. You get
1: a couple of buddies. It's
0: okay to get shot. It's okay to get shot down every now and then. You just got to pick up your game and move on
1: you just don't want to go into a bar where it's a full Gatling gun. It's like where whichever whichever way you go it's like it's like whoa come on.
0: I I gotta tell you man in some of these more uh, Tacoma used to be chiller than it is I mean Seattle's always been a liberal city and uh, Tacoma had a decent mix because you got the military right there Militaries, that the military base is a red state. Let's just put it like that.
1: Well, that's what's keeping us alive down here. But the bad thing is, so many of those crappy policies from Seattle have leaked down to Tacoma because Seattle's a bigger city. So our guys down here are trying to replicate what they do up there, and what they do up there is shitty anyway. Please
0: don't, please don't, don't do it. Don't do it, Tacoma. We used—I used to like you a lot. I still—I still like Tacoma. It's where they've been
1: doing it forever. It's where I've been doing it for.
0: It's where I was born, Tacoma. Can't change. And it. no wonder you left. Oh, I might come back. Well, it depends. No,
1: we need we need we need some good guys like you.
0: Well, shit. I mean, where is there to live in Tacoma? Like, I mean, you've got you know the Sixth mm, Ave. Red. Probably. You've got fucking. Uh, downtown you've got Ruston you've got UP the south end where you live and the north end which is kind of like Ruston you know I mean where do you live? If you're a strapping young man who's uh, a bachelor trying to get down I mean the action out there just isn't what it used to be 6th Ave is the best strip Beyond that, like, where do you go?
1: If you're a bachelor, the best thing you can do is come down, hang out at a couple of bars, talk to a couple of bartenders that are kind of cool, find out who's got an extra room they want to rent out, rent, rent a room from a bartender. That way you know he's fucking coming home late at night and he's probably bringing friends home. And then that way you can just cook steak and they'll bring all the girls home for you.
0: Yeah, that's the move. I barbecued again today. Man, I'm on a streak.
1: I heard you got burgers.
0: I did burgers today. Oh. Tried to get the I got the, the beef drunk again. Added a little bit of wine to it. That seems to like absorb the other shit that I put in it and leaks into the right into the meat.
1: You know, rather than trying to get the meat drunk, you could have just kept it sober, and then it gave you got in your stomach and like got drunk from all the stuff you had last night.
0: Well, that wasn't last night; That was two nights ago. See, you missed a day. You got too fucked up. I bet you didn't do shit yesterday.
1: Hey, I've been I shopping. Yeah, I put on my gloves, my mask. I got oh yeah. I got some shit done, and then I came home and took a nap.
0: I bet you did. I took a nap most of the day.
1: Dude, ever since this this little my Sharona, dude, 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 ever since that showed up, fuck, I've been taking a ton of naps because you can't go outside, you can't go anywhere, you can't do anything fun. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I've been going but, like, you, like 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 I keep forgetting that, that I keep forgetting that the driving range is open, and I remember today because like like i said the match was on or whatever and so I, you got we can still go to the golf course parts is meadow park open yet
1: i think it opens monday tomorrow i think it opens tomorrow
0: uh i would come down for the grand open actually I, i'm never mind i have plans
1: well, this is a bad thing. It opens, but the restaurant and bar is not open, so you can't go get a couple of beers and then go hit the driving room. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so the Foley's is going to be remained on lockdown?
1: I think so. I don't know. Maybe they have to go beer, but I mean, I would like to go there and just sit on the back deck they got there and hit some putts for a couple hours, drink some beer.
0: I heard the bars that have, like, open areas, so, like, You know, they've got the whole deck there. You know who else has a big outdoor area to drink in is uh, Dusty's. That whole backyard. Dusty's. I heard that those places will probably open first. Outdoor drinking areas. No,
1: who else has a big backyard is uh, what's that spot Angry likes to go to?
0: Well, he was talking about um, the church across the street from Fergie's. They, yeah. they do a happy hour in the parking lot. I think that's pretty funny.
1: The Valley. The Valley the oh. other part. that goes down do they, to Oklahoma. Do they, they
0: have an have a, a, outdoor?
1: Oh, yeah. Hmm. They have a pretty big outdoor. They have a big enough outdoor where they have, I think, like six, six or eight picnic tables out there. And they have a little wooden uh, platform that they built along the backside of the uh, fence line. And it's all wooden fence, so it's all enclosed in. And uh, a lot of times they do like live acoustic shows out there.
0: You know, you wouldn't know it, but um, fucking... What's the Irish bar on 6th? O'Malley's? Um,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: They've got a huge back back door area that they never open. But uh, you know what? If they want to bring in some money, they do have the real estate to do it. If that's going to be a parameter to open a bar...
1: So you see how big theirs, theirs is back there?
0: Yeah.
1: The one the one over at the Valley is about two to three times as big as that.
0: Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. They've got a suite, like, uh, indoor. The Valley's got the live music going on with the stage.
1: Yep. Yep. As soon as you walk in, it's off to the right. The bar's off onto the left. They have the kitchen straight ahead of you.
0: Pretty cool little place, I must say.
1: They have a French dip. They have great food.
0: Yeah, because it's 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 uh, part of those the Josh and those guys that started 1111.
1: Yeah, the brothers. The, yeah, the brothers who own 1111, and they they started out. I think their dad or they were affiliated somewhat with the Swiss. Somehow with the Swiss. Yeah. That's where, that's where they started, but yeah, they own 1111 in the valley, and probably another bar too that I forgot about.
0: You know what I used to do when I lived in Tacoma, and I would highly suggest doing this uh, if you can afford it, but on uh, Uber Eats, they're on Uber Eats, you can order a fucking mm-hmm. sandwich from 11:11 all the way up to about 1.30 at night, 8, 1.30 a.m., and you'll have your I think fu- it's
1: Thursday. Huh. I think it's Thursday at lunchtime. Every Thursday they do this meat loaf bacon wrap sandwich that is hmm. a hmm. i
0: like it that sounds good
1: Dude. so they don't wrap the meat loaf once they cook the meat loaf then they cut it into strips and then after they cut it into strips they wrap the bacon around the, the 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 uh slice like the ham slice they wrap it around that and then they fry it on both sides so when you get it it's the meatloaf is reheated, but the bacon is totally fresh and crispy.
0: See, we need so to, we need to talk about more shit like this. I think that um you know, people that don't understand Tacoma very well, there are some secret little gems like the eleven elevens of the world and uh even their sister bar the valley, you know, I mean, there's places out there that are that are golden. And then uh you know. Well then
1: you got the airport too. You got the airport who uh Dano and Jesse, Dano used to run out of the Swiss. He was the uh main guy that set up all the uh, uh artists that came in.
0: Okay, yeah, okay, Dano, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and so Dano he married Jesse Jessica and they uh, bought this bar down on South Tacoma on, on right off South Tacoma. Yeah, no, it is on South Tacoma away and uh, it's called the airport, and you walk into, we were there, they had the video games, the, uh, oh wait, it wasn't me and you, it was me and Angry, they have all these uh, uh, pinball machines, they probably have about 14 to 20 pinball machines, like arcade, badass pinball machines, like Terminator, and Jurassic Park, all this shit, and, and uh, then you go into the bar part, and they have a little eating area, and then in the way back they have the live music. I think it's we, a cool spot.
0: I think we need to do podcasts from different fucking areas. Doing at the airport, doing at the valley, doing at the Swiss, doing at the Jazz Bones. If they if they remember who I was that on my birthday, because. I'm not on good terms. Well, you know I'm, owns, not on, I'm not on good terms with those guys, I don't think. They got pretty upset with me on well, my birthday.
1: Well, the good thing about the Jazz phones is that the owner of Jazz phones is Rachel.
0: Yeah, it's, she's the one that told me to fuck off.
1: Well, she's told me to fuck off before, and we're, 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 we've been decent friends throughout the year. She just she just says what's on her mind. She They never used to drink a lot of tells me to fuck off it's just like you telling me to fuck off i'm like okay cool i'll talk to you maybe tomorrow if you're
0: okay with talking to me well once it, once once you listen to um episode 24 uh you'll understand why we, we get kicked out of bars <laughs> yes, totally. i mean even episode 23 the one that's up there now holy shit like i mean we when we drink you and i when we drink we just go off into some fucking far off land. And I don't know. I don't know.
1: We're going to have to do an episode. So we did an episode about getting kicked out of bars. Now we need to do an episode about getting kicked out of an Uber after you get kicked out of a bar.
0: Oh, we talked about that. We talked about the bloody nose and everything that was on the sex club. Jerry episode. I'm pretty sure we caught him up to date on my birthday.
1: Oh, sex club, Jerry!
0: Yeah, sex club, Jerry!
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: sex club, Jerry's got a, He's got a, He's got a dirty mind, and unfortunately, I don't think he opened up as much as I know that he can. Um, he's fucking hilarious.
1: Well, he being recorded. he doesn't like to be recorded when he really talks about.
0: <laughs> I felt he was being a little conservative, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 get him loosened up and fucking talking again sometime um
1: we get a code name so nobody knows who he is that, that is his code name
0: that is his code name sex club jerry Oh, it is. Yeah. well that's not he doesn't own a sex club
1: no I didn't no I didn't think it was like his driver's license oh his no, name no, is Mr. Jerry his name the is sex club. His,
0: his name is Jerry and instead of a last name we just call him sex club jerry
1: so you took away his last name and gave him a first name, and then moved his first name to the last.
0: Something like that, yeah. Just that's his code name, Sex, Sex Club Jerry. And the more you, yeah. the more you talk to him, you understand. And I don't think he admitted this on the other podcast, but he's bisexual. He he'll suck he'll suck your dick. Oh, that's
1: good to <laughs> know. He's, I don't know how that's gonna help me out in any way but i appreciate it. it's the not, it's, it's, here. it's not
0: gonna it's not gonna help you out unless you want your dick sucked by a man but um he, he is uh really. he is he is quite interesting to like be out and about um you know like i didn't know he, that he was bisexual or anything until we were out one night after work and like uh, there was a group of us and somehow we end, he goes yeah let me take you into this bar he took like three of us into this bar and it was a gay bar. I'm like I said Jerry, uncomfortable, uncomfortable. And he goes, "It's fine. Fucking dudes are coming up and like hitting on me and shit." And like so I, I used Jerry like um my uh my, my Your big brother. Yeah, he, he defended me. And uh he's like, "No, no, no he's not gay." He and, he's, and they're like, "You're straight, aren't you?" And I'm like, "Yep. Totally straight."
1: <laughs> no you gotta take advantage of it you don't know because back in the day i used to go up to seattle me and pruitt we would go up to seattle a buddy of ours told us about this place called the rompa room back in the day okay we were like that sounds cool.
0: it's probably still, a, two, probably two still our, there
1: two of our two of our our buddies that were like top-notch guys made pretty good money i mean i'm talking over 100 grand they were single. They liked to party, uh, and uh, this was before they were married. But they were like, they "We're like, hey, what'd you do?" And we're like, "Oh, we went to the caves. We were here we went drink and stuff. Oh, you got to come up to the romper room." First thing through, said, "He goes, that sounds like a gay bar." And he goes, "It is, parts.
0: Oh, and so we're kind of like, God. we're
1: kind of, we're kind of, we kind of shake our head real quick and like, so why would we want to go there? And he goes. He goes, Hey, you got to look at it this way. If you're single, if you're if you're a straight guy, and you go to a bar like that, and you just have fun, and you just you know, you just you know, you just very respectful to people, and to say, hey, I'm not that way or whatever. He goes, or you can play with it. You can be like, I used to be gay. I'm not gay anymore. <laughs> or, or, or his favorite line, he'd be like, he'd be like. I mean, yeah, I'm gay, but I was thinking about not doing that anymore, and then the girls were like, for some reason, he, uh, it was just, like a, it was a way to flirt with the girls, it was a way to flirt with the girls. Yeah,
0: I see, I see, I see, because the girls are there, they think they're in a safe place, because every dude's there looking at everybody else's cock, like, I mean, that's what's going on there, right? But uh, I, I you, 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 you go in stealth, and you're like, you know, kind of like, hey... I'm man enough here to be at a gay bar, but I'm not gay. So, what do you think about that, girl?
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you can't really play it, it off like
0: that. It makes you seem like you're the sophisticated, like you know, woke, fucking dude that just goes where the party is, and doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, bro. Doesn't matter if you're gay no, or straight.
1: But you gonna, we were doing this about ten years ago, so this was before the woke or any of that thing showed up well i mean, mean i
0: mean, I mean people, it, what, what would you call it i mean they called it something different but it still meant the same thing but you know even 10 years it was ago
1: called a gay bar. they didn't call it woke no like you're I a mean, straight
0: guy going into a fucking gay bar and you know that you're going into a gay bar but you're going there to hit on the chicks so how does that appear to the chicks it makes you seem sophisticated or like non-judgmental, like, you know, like, woke. I know it's not what they called it back the way then. I look,
1: the way I looked at it is I'm a straight guy walking into that place. And I know for sure most of the guys want my ass. And I'm thinking since most of the guys are gay, and if I show any sort of things that I might be straight, maybe a couple of girls might want my ass.
0: Hmm. I don't know.
1: You gotta have an advantage. You can't just go there to go there. You have to have an advantage. You have to have a reason you Jer- have to have a time where you get out because you
0: drink too much. Jerry's Jerry's telling mean, Jerry's telling us. I mean, uh, there's two other dudes that went with us, and he's like, "Yeah, we're here for the drinks." I'm like, <laughs> "Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you're here to like <laughs> you're here to suck someone's cock, and you're either trying to fucking bait us by." getting us drunk at a gay bar or something
1: well hold on so you didn't call him out in public did you
0: uh maybe i don't know got pretty drunk. you gotta
1: think about that that's like you're all pretty drunk yeah but you gotta think about it that's like your stepdad talking about jen's boobs in public at the pool game and being like damn she's got yeah
0: yeah i know i know
1: (laughs) I mean, you sit there and you're like, oh, you're just trying to get something to
0: suck your dick. I mean... Well, yeah, yeah, you gotta have those. some... You, you gotta have some social awareness. I mean I, I mean, I don't normally go to those places, so, I mean, you know, I don't know what appropriate etiquette it is. It seems like a little bit more loose than it would be at a regular bar. Like, if you're talking about some chick's tits right to her fucking face or, like, within five feet of her, you know, I mean, like, fucking... at a At a regular straight bar... You know, like, it's weird to even say that. You don't say that. You just don't say that. You're trying. To, you do, you don't disrespect women like that.
1: know but at a gay bar, you probably get away with
0: more. Oh, you totally can. I mean, if it was just guys talking about guys, you know, they talk about your ass and your cock and fucking. They talk about whatever. They they they're ruthless there.
1: Next time we get sex, uh, what's his name, Jerry? Yeah. Sex Club Jerry, on I want to know if he's ever went to, uh, I bet you he has, I wonder if he's ever went to some of those uh, sex parties. Oh, dude. Where everybody, and they know they're just going to get laid, and you can just, who, whoever you're interested in, you just say, hey, I'm kind of interested or you, and if they're like, yeah, well, hey, you came there to rock, then I you don't, go I into your
0: deal? I don't want to tell his stories that he's told me because like they're better from him. But like he's got some, he's got some fucking <laughs> wild ass stories, and I'm like, what?
1: Well, we'll definitely have to ask him next time.
0: I mean, I mean, they're they're fucking straight, gay, like everything. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Jerry. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know how he said he's like, I just say whatever I want to say. That's how he is.
1: Hey, a lot of people don't get to do that. If you you're able to say what you want to say and you're happy about it good
0: for you no nah, he's 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 funny he's one of my favorite people of all time like just cause what I like about most people is the level of not giving a fuck you know what I mean if you can just really just not give a fuck and be yourself honestly yeah I really respect that out of people and he's he's right up there he's he, he reminds me of you a lot by the way which is odd to say but uh, you guys are similar I think I don't you do like that you know you don't have to suck we're cock we're
1: similar to me I don't like sucking cock we might be similar in other ways
0: no you're similar like your your sense of humor that doesn't mean you like to yeah. suck that doesn't mean you like to suck cock I wasn't implying that at all
1: okay. well I just want to make sure in case there's a girl or two out there on the podcast that are like oh Danny's kind of cute oh he likes cock. never mind
0: well speaking of the podcast you gotta give a shout out to the New York Comedy, so- Comedy Society they have uh, gave us a couple listens as well there's a couple other comedy, right. couple couple other comedy podcasts out there. So as long as we keep trucking, uh, I'm glad people are listening. Uh, it's kind of fun to do these, and um, I don't know we we really got to figure out a direction. I think sooner rather than later. Um, I like the. Well, I-, I
1: think, like I said,
0: yeah. I like the idea of talking about all the places that we know and we've been to. You and I have been to so many different bars and restaurants. and I wouldn't even say restaurants, just bars in general. I mean, we could... Uh, Yeah,
1: we don't do when we drink.
0: I mean, we could just have a whole fucking podcast about bars and the bar scene.
1: Jesus Christ, how about that time I passed out as I was going to the bathroom to put water on my face after we smoked a joint on the water way down in Ruston Way and we're, we're like I was like I was a little lightheaded and we're like oh let's go get lunch so we went oh to
0: yeah lunch. I remember that I remember that
1: that hasn't happened to,
0: like, that hasn't happened to you since has it
1: no it was a hot day I was drinking probably three days prior and sad, well and
0: yeah we were, we were uh, out we I were, was
1: dehydrated and
0: yeah we were we were out pretty hard I remember the night before and then, you know, it was kind of like my birthday situation. Hey, do you want to go get some food? Instead of like on my birthday when you said no, you're you were like, "Yes, let's go." Let's and so we went down to the Wild Fin. And uh speaking yeah. of whi- speaking of which, those guys have an outdoor bar area that might be something in, in the next over the summer. But anyway, uh to get back to the story, we go out for lunch and we're sitting down Danny's not feeling very good. And like, I think we might smoke some weed before we went. I'm not sure exactly, but.
1: Dan- oh, hell yeah, we did. We both had a joint. Oh, we walked up and down. Cause we had a half an hour. To that's kill. right. So We built it smoking a joint. And then we go in and grab some food. And I start getting a little lightheaded. Go to the bathroom. And I open the door.
0: <laughs> yeah. He walked
1: thing I know you're like, what the fuck? Get up. What are you
0: doing? I yeah, said, oh, Where am I? Danny literally made it like, I don't know. Four steps towards the door and like fucking just completely collapsed. I was fucking Well I
1: remember I tried to push it and it was a pull out door. So I pushed it, it didn't go anywhere. Then when I went to pull out I it my hand just slipped and I just went, Good night and I laid on the ground I was only out for what, four seconds? 10
0: uh you're probably out for five seconds, but you were you were down for a solid minute or two, like like before you know anybody it took a minute for someone to actually realize that you were down but like eventually somebody came over and like a, a waiter or something like that noticed that you were on your back People can't get,
1: they can't get through the door and block the door i'm just a, i'm just kind of I'm a guy hanging out of the deck
0: i'm slapping <laughs> i'm slapping you in the face like wake up and uh, I, uh yeah you didn't know that i did that but i i smacked you once I think. <laughs> you know, maybe I, I, did.
1: Felt like, I felt it i felt it i was like oh shit what oh why why am i lying on the ground you're like i don't fucking know get up and i go okay
0: <laughs> it was pretty scary honestly from my end because like you know you hear my fucking story about uh you know my buddy joe um uh, you know who we just called the last show and fucking uh he had a stroke and shit. Like, I mean, you don't know.
1: Out of nowhere.
0: Out of fucking nowhere. Now, Joe's, Joe's ridden his body pretty hard with drugs and stuff, and uh, I don't want to speak for him or anything like that, but, man, I can't. Uh, a,
1: lot of us have, a lot of us have, though, but it's one of those things when you get that blackout or a stroke. I mean, I've been close to where I'm like, God, is, is my left arm numb? <laughs> mm. Am I losing time? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I realized, oh don't know, I slept on my left arm all night. You know? But, I mean, the older you get, the more worried you get.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it starts to be fucking, you know, a real scenario for people. And it's like, holy shit. But, anyway. You go to bed
1: You wake up with cramps in your calves and don't know if you're having a stroke or it's just because you're dehydrated from drinking a case of beer the night before.
0: Well, I mean, you drink a lot of Coors Light and that's a lot of water. I mean, really, it is. I mean... I think that's flavor. I think uh, that's helping you and hurting you all at the same time. But, uh, you know, I I've been drinking some wine and, and, you know, it's not. It's like four times as powerful as fucking, you know, Coors Light. you drink the Coors Light. The thing with, you know, there's more water in it.
1: The thing with wine is my last serious girlfriend I dated. Really cool girl and stuff. She introduced me to a couple of things I didn't think I'd like. One of them happened to be wine. And we wound up, uh, she was born down in uh, Vacaville, California. So we went down to see her family and stuff. And uh, Vacaville is only like an hour from like Napa Valley.
0: Yeah, wine country.
1: Oh, we went to Napa Valley. We went to like five, six different wineries, did their tasting thing. It was great. I fell in love with wine there.
0: Fuck I didn't it.
1: realize, though, when you at the winery, I didn't realize that when you're doing the wine tasting, you're supposed to just swirl it, smell it, sip it, and then when you're done sloshing it, dump it out in that middle thing.
0: No, fuck I that. I
1: didn't understand that middle thing. I drank it all, so I, I went d- to buy winery and it I all, drink it all. <laughs> I drank it all, and then the girls, they, didn't, they knew I didn't know because it was brandy her sister and her mom her dad said fuck it i ain't going but i was with three girls and they saw that i was i didn't know what the 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 spittoon thing or whatever they call it was so i was just slugging my shit down and they're like oh you really like it and they're like oh here have ours so all of them after every time they would drink as much as they wanted that particular wine they would pour what they had left out of their glass into mine and i'd swig that too so fuck i was having like i don't know
0: yeah, you, you don't realize. I was, you don't,
1: I was probably having three glasses. I was having three to four glasses of wine at every winery.
0: Yeah, you don't realize how shit faced face. you get and how quickly and it's like Jesus.
1: Oh, oh, and the, for me, it was the hangover. I woke up with a massive headache. I, I, I thought I, I thought I was getting migraines again. It was so bad.
0: It's a sugar. It's a sugary he- headache. You know, like I mean, that's what fucks you up. You know, I mean, there's been times where I mean. Literally, you just drink Coors Light fucking the whole goddamn night, and I feel fine the next day. Like, couldn't be better. And, um, I don't know, man. You drink wine, or you, like, fucking, hey, buy me a shot of tequila, buy me another, buy me another. Like, fucking liquor really fucks me up. It, when I was 21, I mean, I guess I wasn't really drinking that much liquor even back then, but, like... I used to do the uh, Jaeger bombs, and I know you. I think you were a fan of the Jaeger bombs.
1: Oh, dude, I still am. Those, <laughs> are, those, are, those are evil. Those are evil, but I still am.
0: They are. The, I mean, those are fucking blackout fucking pills, basically. I mean, um, I had a friend uh, of mine. His name was Chris, and he would do. Um, the Jaeger bombs at Earl's. And you know how they usually drop a shot in the energy drink and that's how you do it, right? Or they'll mix it for you. Okay, so a shot at Earl's comes in a tumbler glass. I mean, think of that, man. Jesus. And then they give you the energy drink. So you're basically doing like a double and a half shot of fucking Jaeger plus the energy drink. And he would do like fucking... I think he had like six of them in one night. And I'm like, I mean, he was off his fucking rocker that night for sure. I think he even got in a fight with my stepdad that night. And, um,
1: all because of Jaeger.
0: Yeah. All because of Jaeger, man. Like you gotta, (sighs) it's fun to get fucked up. Is it not?
1: Dude, you got your cell phone on yet? Look at the text I just sent you.
0: I can't. It'll I, all make sense. I, I can't while we're doing the podcast, unfortunately.
1: Okay, well, let me describe this to you. I sent you a picture of the Jaeger symbol, the Meister symbol. Okay. And on the outside, it's a big circle that goes around the entire artwork.
0: Then mm-hmm. it
1: has a deer with the antlers in the middle right? with a cross, with a Jesus cross above, a Christian cross above the deer's head with like I light beams shining from it. <laughs> and 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 it goes like this for Jaeger. Uh, the big circle is O and then the deer. And then yeah. the cross is God. So oh dear God, Jaegermeister.
0: Wow.
1: It is Jaegermeister is evil. But I love it. It tastes like Dr. Pepper to me when I do it with the yeah,
0: bomb. I I like it too. I like it too with the, the Jaeger <laughs> Bomb. It, it tastes great. Yeah you're right. It does got a Dr Peppery taste to
1: it you know what sucks when it when a hard alcohol when a hard shot type of drink like that tastes good you drink way more because it goes down easy it's like uh think about like fireball cinnamon whiskey or uh god any other sugary drink i remember 99 bananas used to have
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: but you get into some of those liqueurs and stuff like that where you can just slug them like shots. It's almost more brutal than and trust me, I don't like. I like the taste of tequila, but the first time I ever had tequila, I had a bad experience. So every time I, I smelled tequila, it makes me a little nauseous.
0: The first tequila I ever had was Tranchula tequila, and that's like the fucking worst.
1: That's the Trantula?
0: worst. Yeah, oh. do you do you are you do you know what that is? It,
1: wasn't it one of those tequilas that they made a tequila they put a little flavoring in it and sold it for a higher price even though it was a lower grade
0: tequila? I don't know. It was definitely not a quality tequila. It tasted a little bit different. But to be honest with you, I hated tequila myself. I hated it. I hated it. It was terrible. Patron is the only tequila that is like, oh, hey, this is kind of smooth and it tastes all right. Especially with the, the salt and the lime. I don't
1: know. So you would say well you wouldn't say that tequila is your favorite hard alcohol. If you had to pick out a tequila, whiskey, uh uh rum
0: I'm a bourbon uh, I'm a bourbon guy. I'm a bourbon, bourbon. guy. Yeah, not I really, And
1: if you, if you had to pick your shelf of bourbon, what bourbon would you pick?
0: I really like um, Maker's Mark. That's my uh go to. It's it's okay. kind it's kind of kind of sweet. you drink when you uh,
1: that's what you drank when you played that poker
0: tournament Yeah it's um it's it's a double edged sword it's kind of like you know a Jaeger bomb or a, <laughs> you know tequila I mean all of it is a double edged sword I put like uh, I put like a fucking yeah. uh ice cube in with like maybe two fingers of bourbon and that's perfect mm-hmm. perfect man I could drink that shit all fucking, it just tastes so good, especially I, when I used to smoke. Uh, man, smoking and bourbon—I don't know what it is about those two things, but it's a beautiful thing.
1: They go together.
0: They very much go go together. They're very sharp. It's like
1: it's like sponge cake and whipped cream. It's called a Twinkie. It's delicious.
0: Oh yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a Twinkie. But um, yeah, I just. I would, uh I don't know, I think I got a little angry when um, I drank the whiskey. So I just kind of stepped off of that. And I, I mainly stick to just beer and wine. I mean, unless it's like my birthday. Or, you know... Well, yeah. Yeah, or, you know, maybe get the night started off right, I'll take a shot. But you start mixing that shit up, you know, it really... um I never believed this, about mixing alcohol, but I think there is uh, something to it.
1: What did they always used to say when I was growing up? Uh, beer before hard, you're in the yard. Hard before beer, you're in the clear. Something like that.
0: Uh, liquor before beer, uh, you're in the clear. Never sicker. Liqu- or, sorry, beer before liquor, Never never been sicker. Never been sicker liquor before beer wow. you're in the clear
1: that's right I never applied to that either I didn't Cause you get to the point where you just pop it and you're like fuck it
0: pretty much I'm
1: I'm 26 nothing's gonna kill me give me the whole bottle <sighs> you got any cocaine back there oh shit I'm sorry I should have asked okay No, but I mean I know for me back when I was going to Drakes all the time you know yeah decade or decade back yeah we'd go we'd we'd see the same guy the same guy was our bartender all the time downstairs can't great guy still see him to this day he's a golfer comes in the shop he works for a uh distillery company so he's doing the same type of thing but he was our bartender as a drake we'd go in there and it was we'd always tip him really good you know and because we the whole thing is you don't want like a whole bunch of drinks to carry around you want to get a good stiff drink so you can walk around for a good 40, 50 minutes before right. you have to get a refill. Right. So we would go to him and, hey, Kent, what's up? And he goes, hey, guys, what's going on? And he just immediately grabbed two pint glasses and <laughs> <laughs> fill them both up with ice, set them on the counter, and grab. he would just be talking to us. And he would reach behind and grab the crown royal and be like, hey, do you guys go golf today? a day? What you guys do? You were all cool. And he just start pouring in the fucking crown on one and then he'd pour it on the other and he'd go back and he'd ca- kind of top them off and he's like oh cool you know then he puts the crown back and he goes oh yeah that's right Danny you like a splash of water right so he filled the whole thing all the glass all of it with uh ice filled it all the way up basically with crown and then he goes oh yeah Danny you like a splash of water because I always told him I like a splash of water and he would go "Here, you guys go you're good you know, and you know, we'd just start a tab with. We'd see them like in forty-five minutes. We'd go through two or three of those a night,
0: though. Yeah, that was a good night. Yeah, no, I um, that's how Earls was. I mean, they served to everybody, not just if you were special or not. They'd serve everybody their drinks in a pint glass, and I'd get Jack and Cokes. That was like kind of my drink of choice for several years, and mm-hmm. um, it would be basically eighty percent Jack and. 10 or 20 percent 10 percent ice and 10 percent coke
1: isn't it beautiful when you you know the people at the bars you like to go to
0: yeah and and the other the other part i mean it the prices is has, has pretty much doubled since but it's still a good deal uh it,
1: yeah but either hey this goes out to everybody listening tip your bars tenders and wait it pays off. Trust me, it pays off. If you're a nice guy,
0: they'll take care. Nice of you. woman,
1: whatever. You just, you just tip low well and you have a good attitude. People will take care of you. It's a rule of thumb.
0: They'll take care of you. Uh, and I used to do that. I'd take care of my guys, and like uh, I still feel like I got a good relationship with. I mean, most of the guys at Earls still fucking work there after 10, 15 years. You know, they they're still there, and um, you know they would um, they'd hook it up. You know, I mean. For four dollars and fifty cents, you know each drink. I'd have like two or three of those fucking things, and just be lit for the night. You know what I mean? I'd get to go up there and I'd, spend, and my my tab was twenty bucks. You know, I mean like, Jesus, with tip. Well, you probably well yeah. Trust me,
1: it probably probably took a while for you to get to that point.
0: I mean, there was a couple nights where I mean, I tipped them like basically double whatever my uh, bar tab was, you know.
1: Well, and also one thing you know, we don't tend to buy a lot of food when we go drinking. We we're on a singular mission. We you know we're like, okay, am I going to eat dinner tonight or am I going to enjoy a good buzz?
0: Well, that was what I would I do. I That's what I used to do. It. I get early...
1: Jack in the Box on the way home.
0: I yeah, there's always Jack in the Box, but. Um, You know, that's what I was. What I would do is, I would, um, you know, I, I, on the way home, you know, we stopped by the Albertsons and pick up the steaks, and it was game on.
1: Talking about game on, how much longer we got on this uh, countdown? countdown.
0: You know, I didn't. The show. Oh, we got like probably one more minute left. So good good instinct we've done enough of these now you're starting to get an internal clock going i think or are you, are you looking at your phone
1: well i actually since i listened to the podcast all the way through just to see how we've done uh-huh. i always are i'm always entertained by what what music you pick out for the end
0: oh yeah it's oh, it's a mystery to you always <laughs>
1: Oh, the song—the yeah. song that you ended up. Anyways, uh, we gotta night.
0: go. We gotta go. So, peace out, everybody.